welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. Hello, RevWoman listeners. August is American Artist Appreciation Month. To honor this event, I decided to re-release my conversation with Hannah Shannon, artist. Hannah is a classically trained painter from the Czech Republic specializing in portraiture. She received her master's degree in painting at the Academy of Fine Arts in Prague and moved to the U.S. over a decade ago to pursue her painting career. The energy and freedom of New York City have always provided great inspiration. Her favorite show and personal biggest achievement was the exhibition of her portraits in the storefront windows of Bergdorf Goodman at the corner of 57th Street and 5th Avenue. The direct connection with the viewers seeing her work in a non-gallery setting was a unique experience. Known for her vibrant use of color, Hannah has developed a new body of silhouette paintings, which is a departure from her past work. Hannah is reimagining silhouettes in a new and very personal way. Her large silhouettes are both monumental and representative, and the use of deep colors distinguishes the artist from her peers. The unusual use of color extends the narrative possibilities of this medium, typically monochromatic, black and white. Hannah has exhibited at the Czech Cultural Center in New York on multiple occasions, including for the critically acclaimed group show New Bohemia Reflect What You Are in 2019, which was curated by Charlotta Kotick, Curator Emerita of Contemporary Art at the Brooklyn Museum of Art. Her latest show, Czech Heroes, is finishing at Studio 34 in Long Island City, where Hannah has her studio. Hi, Hannah. Welcome to Revolutionary Woman. How are you this morning? Hi, Tess. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Um, we have a lot of things to talk about, so let's get started. So I read that you grew up in Czechoslovakia. Um, what was it like for you growing up there? Uh, it was, uh, I mean, it was not easy, mm-hmm. but like I mostly realized the difference after I came, you know, after the regime fell, basically, because there was not much, uh, uh, it, it seemed normal, but mm-hmm. looking back, you mm-hmm. know, I see it was, it was not, it, it, it was not easy time, like, for anybody, mm. you know, it was the, yeah, it was difficult atmosphere, like, you know, you could, uh, the, the stupid propaganda was always present, mm. uh, my family wasn't uh, in the Communist Party, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there were lots of different persecutions, like my grandparents lost their land and animals because everything was forced to, oh, wow. you know, be given up to the party. And uh, oh my gosh. there were lots of stories. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I could go to many oh. details, but I don't know where to start. But well, it definitely, I would say it formed, formed me uh-huh. who I am. And uh, wow. uh, Well, were your parents, um, I mean... Were your parents safe? I mean, were your family safe from that regime? We were, yes, okay. we were kind of same. But my mom, to this day, she remembers or she talks about how she couldn't study what she wanted. She only, you know, she could only study in a, a, a agriculture. Really? Basically. Yeah, they, the regime would dictate you which fields, which schools you could, you know, attend to. We wow. were not like persecuted really hard, but like our neighbors, you know, they were in prison. I remember grandparents talking about it. Mm. So it, it was difficult. And my grandma, she was kind of like really sad, like when she was talking about how they grew up, because mm-hmm. they had like the 70s, 
Second World War, and mm-hmm. she said the communist event. It's just hard, hard life, you know. Wow. So. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Um, so you moved from your home to Prague at what age? I was, uh, I was 20. I was oh, 20, 20 wow. So up until then, you were living in, in, in where your hometown, and you were... Did you have a choice of what what to do in terms of schooling, or did you have to? Yes. Uh, okay. Or did yes, you go, have was, to go through the regime? You know what? Like, um, uh, I did have a choice. Mm-hmm. It was not that bad, but I remember uh, applying for the art school when mm-hmm. I was uh, at the secondary school. My best friend, I remember that so clearly. Mm-hmm. She would say, Okay, but you don't have so many chances as I do because my father is in the in the party, mm. and I was like, oh well, I didn't think of that. Yeah. But yeah, I did not get into art school. She did, so uh-huh. I studied regular like grammar school. But uh, you know, the times weren't that I studied in the eighties. Mm-hmm. The times weren't that difficult, you know, mm. at that point. Wow. But it was. Near to the Velvet Revolution, 1989. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as bad. The worst time was in the 60s, right after the Soviet invasion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so when I, I, I didn't have it that bad. Also, uh, my parents never really talked about it uh-huh. that much. I like would find out uh, backwards more, you know, like information as I was older wow. and more interested. Oh they goodness. probably wanted to see, keep me safe and without trouble, right. like all of us. Right. Um, so you're an artist, and you got into the Academy of Fine Arts at what age? So I, as I said, like I, I was uh, kind of said I didn't get into art school, and I studied grammar school. Okay. Yeah. For four years, mm-hmm. like, and I didn't touch the art. That oh, was kind of okay. interesting. I did not touch it. I was, uh, I don't know what happened to me. I just maybe I was disappointed. I completely mm. stopped. For four years, and okay. then at the age of eighteen, you decided which university to go to. Uh-huh. And I said I did not know what to do with myself, and mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe I should do, maybe I should become a teacher like my mom, uh-huh. and I'll uh, teach art because it's something I always liked. Right. So when I was a little girl, my uh, in kindergarten, my teachers recommended my parents to put me into art school. Wow. And that's how it kind of started my interest but it was I, I totally stopped at the grammar school for four years uh-huh. then i decided to become art teacher so i started to prepare myself oh. for the talent exams which you have to do and i i got accepted mm-hmm. and that's how i kind of started again huh. but wow. as, as the teacher i was not happy it was too strict kind mm. of because i had my topic was uh czech language and art mm-hmm. i love the art part the Czech language, uh, not so much. It was super strict and all the teaching. And then uh, I was, uh, I moved from Brno, which was the, the town where I was studying to Prague. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just a second. That's okay. Getting too complicated. Oh, I, go ahead. I decided, maybe I should skip that. This is too complicated. I decided to be, I would just go, uh, to become an art teacher, and as I was preparing for my talent exam to become an art teacher, mm-hmm. I went to the art school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a local art school where people just like it's like a hobby. Mm-hmm. And there was this uh, group of students who were uh, trying to uh, prepare for talent exam to the Academy of Fine Arts, which was like the uh, mecca for art schools. In, uh-huh. It still is in the Czech 
Czech Republic. Okay. And uh, the teacher asked me to bring us some uh, my artwork, like some of my uh, work. So I brought my uh, drawings, mm -hmm. which were like a very expressionistic, like a self-portrait mm -hmm. in color, mm -hmm. uh, bold hair, like very expressionistic. And he just jumped up and gave me a big hug and Aww. said, I have to start. I was, uh, uh, he was a weird guy. I was kind of afraid of him. <laughs> but he was totally blown away and he said, you have to start. You have to try wow. the, the academy. And I was like, what? And huh. there were like the whole whole group of people, like 10 of them trying to get to the specific uh, art professor at mm -hmm. the academy. Mm -hmm. And I did, it was like a very famous artist. I didn't really know him, but mm -hmm. he had that time a big retrospective of his work at the uh, museum in Prague. Mm -hmm. So I went to check, check, check his work out and I was so blown away. His mm -hmm. name was Luigi Sopko and he's just like really incredible artist. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'll try it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I didn't say anything in my, uh, in my family because uh -huh. I didn't want to hear. The reaction would be, are you crazy? Yeah. This is like, a, like you never, you don't have art education. Like right. secondary. you have no chance. So right. I didn't say anything to anybody and I just applied and I got it into the painting studio which just, just with my drawings and paper. Uh -huh. And I, I, I could not believe it. It's also like a little bit about the process. The in Czech Republic, the Czechoslovakia, the no Czech Republic, the education is free, and mm -hmm. but it's very selective. You have to be really talented or ah. like uh, to get in. Okay. And just to put it in perspective, uh, the the Czech Republic is just like a population of about ten million, like mm -hmm. little more than New York City. Mm -hmm. And to the academy, they would accept only. Like two to three students to each studio, specialized really? studio, yeah, which was taught by uh, different like famous artists, established wow. artists. So it was like winning a lottery. I, couldn't, I still can't believe it. That's amazing, so, Hannah. That's so amazing. That changed my yeah. That changed my life. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, so how how many years were you in Prague before? I mean, th then I read that you went to visit a friend from the academy yes. in New York City. I mean, how many years before you went to Manhattan? Or to New York City? Uh, yeah, I was in, in Brooklyn. It was a friend I met at the academy. Uh -huh. I just like put, put it also in that perspective. I was so blown away by my artist professor. Mm -hmm. I couldn't work in his studio. So after one year, I switched to a different studio oh, uh, where awesome. I was not, I didn't feel so intimidated. <laughs> and I met this friend who uh, her boyfriend was American and she just like, you know, spent time back and forth and mm -hmm. she invited me to New York City mm -hmm. and I came to visit her mm -hmm. and I was just, uh, I was shocked how much I felt good in New York City. Oh. I thought I come from a small town, so I thought uh -huh. I could never imagine I would love the city. But when I, I remember when I got off the plane in JFK uh -huh. and all the, it was hot summer, super uh -huh. humid, Noise, they smelly, dirty, right. but it was just so colorful, and I could, I could, I felt like I can breathe here. Wow. I mean, I still have it here, Aww. and I just didn't look back. It was, wow. uh, I didn't, uh, I was most of after that, I spent most of the time here mm -hmm. in, in the city, mm -hmm. working in a cafe, painting at home, okay, and I would go back and forth to finish uh, to do exams. It was very, uh, uh, free uh, the academy, you know, you were supposed to be artists already when you come in and the whole 
a philosophy was about meeting other artists. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I love that also. Um, I, I, I love um, looking at artwork. And when I lived in New York City, I used to frequent a lot of the museums, and I was always blown away by their works. You know. Um, yeah. So what? So. Hmm. So what? So. What is yeah, that? so so in order yeah in order to make a living here, uh-huh. you know, and in the beginning, it was also I loved that like you know anything was possible. So yes. I was much much younger. Mm-hmm. So I put up little posters because uh-huh. I was always portraitist. Uh, that I'm I'm doing commissions, uh-huh. you know, portrait commissions. Uh-huh. I had five maximum. I think it was five zero copies of my work, like mm-hmm. our copy, in which I put up around Midwest Village because there was a cafe I used to work mm-hmm. and people would call me and ask for, you know, commissions. So I, I did few. That's wild. And then, yeah. And then once I got a phone call from uh, a man mm-hmm. who was, who told me, hi, this is, uh, you know, David Holy from Red Rock Goodman. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> there was a pause, and he was uh-huh. like, "Do you know where Bert, Do you know what Goodman is?" It's like, no. And so he was a little frustrated with me. That's so funny. And so he explained, and he said he liked my portraits, and he would be interested in display them in wow. one of the on, in the windows. Yeah, I, I, so, I mean, I read that. I read that your artwork was exhibited on the storefront windows of Bergdorf Goodman, mm-hmm. which, for those who don't know, is a department store on 57th Street and 5th Avenue in New York City. So how, I mean, when you saw it up there, how did that make you feel, you know, coming from all the experiences you went through, you know, and then seeing your work up on display, especially in New York City? Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I, and I loved the setting because, like, people just walked past and they yeah. looked at it. Right. I got a phone call for, like, one woman wanted to buy a painting, so we sat nearby at the cafe and I was looking I was showing her my portfolio mm-hmm. and then some other people like just to buy said, Well, these are your paintings from the windows. It's amazing. Oh, so it was wow. it was beautiful. Yeah. That's so cool. How long were they up there? How long was it up on the It was a month it was a month of uh, February. Wow. And unfortunately uh, they don't display artwork uh, there anymore. The yeah. uh, windows are covered now. They're mm-hmm. just like uh, you know yeah that's it's it's too bad. That's so too I was, bad. I was very lucky. Wow, um, and and when was that? When was that, Hannah? Oh, way too long ago. <laughs> 2001. Yeah. I'm sorry. When? Yeah. Uh, 2001. 2001. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's so cool, though. I mean, especially so from, coming from, from where you came from, you know, and then being told that you know you by your either your parents not supporting you or even your society your your government saying no you gotta you know you have to do yeah. this instead of like doing what you really love to do right and then all yeah. of a sudden you are you come to new york and you're doing your thing and then all of a sudden this guy from Bergdorf goodman says hey i love your work i want to display it and i'm like mm-hmm. i mean that's got to be life-changing don't you think for you yeah that was really really nice yeah. and i got a phone call after that also from the Harper Collins uh, published, I mean, our director from uh-huh. Harper Collins Publishing Company, uh-huh. who had their office around the corner. Mm-hmm. And he was interested in putting up, you know, uh, getting some of the posters for the book cover. Wow. But unfortunately, it didn't go through with the author. Oh. So that was a little. 
but he's still keep in touch, and uh -huh. I, I'm still in touch with him sometimes. Oh, him that's amazing! Work. That's great, Hannah. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah. But, but that's it. You know, not not much more hmm. came out of there. Well, okay, okay. So he, I I went to your site, and I and I've seen your works on the site, and my favorite section was labeled as nasty women. I mean, they're they're all silhouettes, but they differ in that instead of them being black and white. They have pops of color in them. I mean, what's really awesome, and I and I love them. But what inspired you to create the silhouettes that way? Uh, I started silhouettes like as a um, kind of a challenge. So I first created my family portrait, mm -hmm. and then uh, I met this woman at uh, at my in my neighborhood mm -hmm. who is uh, like a cafe and gallery owner and she really loved the silhouettes mm. but she said you have to do somebody like uh people can relate to mm -hmm. people know mm -hmm. <laughs> and just the time you know uh it was the presidential debate uh trump and uh, uh. hillary and it's just like you know the term nasty woman stuck with me and i was i want to thank women who are strong who are inspirational for mm -hmm. me and it was just like some it was project for me and still is also mm. like to get inspired wow. with somebody you know I can relate to and who I admire. Yeah, so, I mean I, I it saw started. it's really cool. You had Hillary, you have Hillary in there. You have Ruth Bader Ginsburg, whom I loved. Um, you know, so many other women that are like really standouts, and I, I I just love that it was different in the sense that you put color into them. You know, and and oh also, yeah, the yeah. color the color came a little later. Okay. I started first like a black and white, really tiny. Right. And then the color, because I, I, my main domain is color, you know, always ah, has been. Okay. That's how I got accepted to the academy, all this. Uh -huh. My professor is the same. And uh, I just, the black and white, like I, I, I could not, uh, I, I needed to add color. Yeah. So that also to kind of uh, put it somewhere, you know, to develop it somewhere farther. Yeah, so, and, and I, that's, I think that's what I love about it, because it's different. You know, there's a lot of silhouettes out there, but this one really, like, made it oh, yeah. made it stand out more, you know, which which was really awesome. Um, thank, thank you. Well, you yeah. are welcome. Okay, so do you think it's, you th do you think that being an artist is easier or harder nowadays as someone who's been through it? Uh... I'm not sure. It's also, it's probably harder mm. because of the, I don't Well, I mean, maybe as, as, uh, as someone who came from a communist country and then getting her artwork displayed here and getting her work, yeah. being able to do your work, your artwork here. Um, but do you think nowadays it's harder or easier to I've, become an artist or stay an artist? I think it's harder to make a living mm. and like everything is more expensive, more commer commercialized, you know, the yeah. guys take pressure on selling. Right. It is harder. Yeah. And I mean, coming from the communist background, I guess I've always struggled with uh, self-confidence, mm. which I'm kind of missing out in mm. compare with, I would say, Americans. I was, we were always told like, you know, you cannot uh, stand out much. You just have to uh, be quiet and keep the pace, you know, that was kind of the Wow. So that's something I have been struggling. So uh -huh. I haven't really showed my work much. Uh -huh. I got lucky that I was called, you know, like yeah. uh, from the Bergdorf. And but I haven't really had that luck hmm. uh, much more right now. Mm -hmm. But I, 
I also forget to say that I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That kind of paused, paused my career, but I'm slowly getting back to it and oh. I'm realizing I have to show my work and be a little more active. So that's a new challenge I'm oh, trying. Oh, that's wonderful. Know? I love to hear that. Yeah, I mean, you're a mom as well as an artist. So is it hard to find balance between the two? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it is challenging. You know, before I would love to just like spend the day in the studio and day, night, whatever, you know, there were no limitations. That mm-hmm. was really, really, that's not happening. No. Mm-hmm. I have certain hours mm-hmm. which I have to fill in, so I have to be really more organized. And, yeah, well, know, no, I fun. mean, I, I think you can still do that for sure. Um, so you currently work at a New York City public school as a substitute teacher. How did that come about? And what do you teach? Is it art as well? Uh, whenever I can uh, get art, mm-hmm. I, w- I will teach art. Okay. But uh, I got I got the job as a like you know side uh, side job to make some extra money and mm-hmm. like uh, cover the studio mm-hmm. and also to get out uh, to meet more people because mm-hmm. I was becoming a little too isolated. Mm. You know, so yeah. Well, what? So do you... I, I the subbing is basically more like a babysitting. <laughs> you know, it's not really teaching, but uh-huh. it's really. It's interesting for me, you know, okay. I, I do, it's a challenge, it was not easy, uh-huh. it is still not easy for me, but uh, I, I'm, I'm doing it, I okay. was hoping maybe, I was always told I would be a good teacher, yeah. so I'm testing it out, and oh, I enjoy it, right. I enjoy the interaction. Yeah, because you started yeah. off as, as like studying to be an art teacher back in Czechoslovakia, so yeah, yeah. so now you're, you're, you're doing that but as it a was, substitute it teacher. Was, yeah, I started. I started it because I never dared to think I could be a, like a real artist. Right. Enter the academy. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, so how has it impacted you with regards to creating art? Has that helped, or has it, you know, has it helped you being in that setting, in a school setting, and and when you do get a chance to teach art, has that inspired you to create more? A little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The kids are amazing what mm-hmm. especially the little kids mm-hmm. with the fantasy they have the imagination mm-hmm. and how they are not scared they just go for it yeah but <laughs> when i see the older kids uh-huh. they are kind of losing it and it's sad yeah. and when i try to like encourage them to do something from the fantasies and i remember one of the girl was very like uh set on like uh copying things from the computer which mm-hmm. i tried to uh stop her prevent mm-hmm. her from it i said no just like let go, be a yeah. little bit free. So it's interesting. The little kids still have it, or do ah. you get you're slowly losing it? So. Yeah, it is interesting, huh? I mean, it's funny, guys, you're saying that because you're right. You know, I, I think there's, as children, they, they don't have any restrictions on them. They, they just, you yeah. know, for them, it's play, right? And, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful what they create. I, I totally love it. So it Aww. is definitely rewarding. I, I enjoy that. And, and, and hopefully that inspires you to create more. Yeah, exactly. And when I do, when I have older kids who want to be on their own, like mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. I do my own drawings. Mm. Like I'm looking at them and I just do like automatical drawing, like little abstract drawings. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that. It's so that's so cool try to make most of it whatever i can yeah yeah and and i think for you you know it's it's like a it gets you out there and also it 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 gets you to be more creative and be more expressionistic with your work that's so cool yes okay so um so had you 
I mean, if you can go back, had you stayed in Prague or back in Czechoslovakia, do you think that you would have become an artist? Had you yes. stayed? You had, okay. Yes. I okay. think you just don't escape your calling. I, as I said, I tried to stop, but yeah. I, just, yeah. I would be super, it's something natural for me. I think it is my That's calling. That's awesome. I love that. Okay, so who would you credit for where you are now? Uh, my my professor, Beauty mm. Sofro. Yeah. Wow. Because he gave me the chance. Uh, I actually don't believe it, like getting in without the art school. Mm -hmm. But uh, I still like really uh, admire him. Mm. And uh, I actually met him uh, many years later uh -huh. uh, in New York City. He was oh, here wow. visiting with the academy. Uh -huh. They were going after museums. I bumped into him on the street and oh. he said, Oh, he was thinking of me. Like, if wow. it was, it, yeah, that was incredible. I, I like this about New York City the yeah. <laughs> chance, chance, uh -huh. not so chance meetings. Right. You know, like you, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. So, yeah, that's wonderful. I look at him and then one more person uh -huh. for life, which would be my grandmother. Oh. because she was really amazing uh, woman. She was simple. She came from a village, always worked really hard. Mm -hmm. But she had that wisdom, you know, I admire with mm. the other people. She was very loving. And I remember I was struggling as a child because I was kind of different. Mm. I was always told that I'm out of it, like, you know, spaced out, whatever, in my own world. Mm -hmm. She would tell me, uh, Hanichka, it's like little Hannah, it's like, you know, we, we say in Czech, mm -hmm. you will become... Uh, you are going to be something big one day. Aww. And then, like, as a joke, unless something small eats you. So <laughs> that really, I really like that. I love and it was that. helpful, you know. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. And, uh, th and I love that you credit her because, yeah, it, it stems from that. You know, that's amazing. Um, so, so what are your goals right now that you'd like to pursue mm. or anything that you haven't yet tried that you would like to try? Uh, I, I would like to, I would like to paint. It sounds unrealistic mm -hmm. and make a living by it. You know, I will keep the subbing for now. I have mm -hmm. some uh, new projects going on, like with the. I, I love it when you know my, if my art like uh, uh, speaks to people. Uh -huh. And like recently, I met a, a friend in again in my local um, community, mm -hmm. Sunnyside, mm -hmm. where and he's a musician, and he saw my silhouettes. Mm -hmm. I, when, as we were talking, the color, colorful mm -hmm. silhouettes. Uh -huh. These are also these are really uh, large. They are fifty by fifty inches. Wow! So that's another. It's it's kind of impressive. It's hard to see from the photos because uh -huh. you can't tell the difference, but it, they're they're huge. Wow. So he saw them, and he was so inspired. He was like, uh, he said uh, he mm, doesn't hear music but sees it. And wow. he said he sees it in my soul left and he wants to work with me. Oh. So he's right now creating using uh, to my soul left and we're preparing a new project. It really was helpful for me uh -huh. because I was getting a little bit frustrated, yeah. unable to yeah. find a place, space uh -huh. to ex exhibit them. And he just kind of, uh, he really energized me and gave me more hope and ideas to like get it out there. So That's that was awesome. Good. I love That's that. That's my nearest, nearest hope, yeah. I mean goal. Yeah. And long-term goal, goal paintings. I would, wow. I would, I would, well, I hope to make it one day. Yeah, you never know, right? That that you, yeah. you can just keep putting yourself out there for sure. You know, so long as you keep doing what you love, 
eventually, you know, people will, I mean, people already have noticed, you know, people already know that your artwork is amazing. So, you know, keep doing that. That's really amazing. I love that. Um, Thank you. Um, okay, so do you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert, Hannah? Uh, absolute introvert and very, very shy. Really? So just doing this interview, I mean, I'm bubbling away, I think, a little <laughs> bit. But I was so nervous. And it, it's really difficult for me just to get out of my shell. Mm-hmm. And but <clears throat> I'm trying and I have to keep trying. Because mm-hmm. I like tend to like kind of uh, hide, mm-hmm. hide myself a little bit in mm-hmm. the studio or at home. But it's... Uh, uh, I have to push myself, you know, yeah, yeah. and also to get over my fear. Actually, I listened to some of your podcasts, mm-hmm. and I, I loved what this woman said, uh, Jamie, Jeannie James, the yes. photographer you yeah. have. On, Jeannie James, she yes. Said, the greatest growth is on the other side of our fear, and it totally resonates with me. Mm. Like, I, I can't agree with it more, and it's nearly, you know, like, I have to get over my fear yep. and... That includes doing this interview. So thank you for that, also for the challenge. Oh my gosh! You know, I I, when I first was approached by our mutual um, friend and relative of yours, um, Anu, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, she said you need to talk to you know to Hannah, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) you know, and um, and I'm so glad that you said yes because you really have, I mean. You're an amazing artist, and and I really think that you you if you keep going, you know, who knows what can happen, right? Um, mm-hmm. So just you know, like from one artist to another, you have to put yourself out there. You know, had I not put my ideas out to the universe, I wouldn't have a show. <laughs> you know, I started just by thinking about it, and then I said, okay, what can I do to really make it a reality? And and for an artist like you, it's it's just putting your ideas and all of your love of art out there, and people will people will definitely you know resonate and and want to support you and want to keep going because you need to keep going because obviously it's something that people resonate with, you know, um, and and that's that's something that I think it's a great way for you to connect with people with your artwork. You know? Thank you so much. Yes, I, I do feel it. And it really, it's so rewarding, like the response from, from people. Yeah. That's why I also love the non-gallery settings. Uh-huh. When it's in a, I exhibit it in the cafes or uh-huh. like you know, unusual places, the windows. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah, well, it's and, a different setting for you. Yeah, and that's what's more comfortable for you, which is, which is fine, you know? I mean, it doesn't have to always be in a gallery. You know, mm-hmm. it can be in, in, in like, I don't know, like storefronts are amazing. Like you had, I mean, for goodness sake, you had it in the big, one of the biggest department stores in New York City. You know, I mean, that's impressive. So you, you always mm-hmm. have to, you have to remember that, you know what, obviously people are loving your work. So keep going, you know. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so if you could go back in time, what advice mm-hmm. would you give your younger self? I am. Uh, I think the most important is to be yourself. Mm. And I would also say, don't let other people's opinion like to put you down mm-hmm. or affect you too much. That's what I was. I wasted way too much time mm-hmm. on that, like beating yeah. myself down. Yeah. yeah. And also, don't be a people pleaser. That's ah. another thing I had to learn. 
Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us are people pleasers, you know, because yeah, we just no. want we just want the um, approval. But at the end of the day, you have to like it. You have to like who, what you're doing, and you like yeah. you have to like yourself. So you know, and yeah. and I am so looking forward to seeing more of your artwork on your site. Hopefully, <laughs> you know. Um, Thank you so much. I was thinking I am not really ready for this podcast. I haven't achieved that much. I'm like trying. So oh, <laughs> I don't Hannah, know. Maybe please. I got a year ahead. No, no, no. I mean, your uh, site. Thank you. Uh huh. Uh, no, thank you for the inspiration. You know, I have to think about, think back about what I'm doing, a little bit kind of preparing for talking to you. So that was very helpful. Also listening to the other women you have mm. on, you know, because I do the silhouettes like as an inspiration. So thank you for that. Oh my gosh, you are so welcome. You know, I mean, from it's from one woman to another, it's really empowering. I, I like women who are really just doing what they love to do. And, and mm -hmm. getting to know them and, and sharing their story. And then, I, you know, as like your story is is your story. And, and people would want to know how did you become an artist? What made you, what inspired it? You know, what, um, what was your background? So that's all something that I think most people would want to know about each other. You know, so mm -hmm. for me, it's just a way for me to share your story. And that's why, you know, I, I, I always have to go back. I always have to see or, or find out where did they come from? You know, how did they get mm -hmm. here? Um, mm -hmm. And your story is just as unique as anybody else's. So, you know, don't shy from that. You know, you're, you came from a, a communist regime, you know, who was able to leave that and start a life for herself and her family in the States you know, and get her artwork displayed. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, that's pretty incredible. So thank you. I would just like add that I also experienced the fall of the communist regime, you know, you and the whole new euphoria of freedom. I was mm. 15 years old when the, you know, uh, wall, Berlin Wall started, starting with Berlin Wall, uh -huh. 1989, and then our Velvet Revolution in Prague. Wow. So it was amazing times. I was lucky. Unlike my parents, you know, like they, I still had like all my life ahead of me. Wow. But, Have um, you gone back? Do you go back? Yeah, I go back every summer. You do? Uh, with, okay. with the kids now, yeah. Wow. So how is it for your kids to see where you came from? They love it because it's so different. I, look, uh, I come from a tiny village, uh -huh. you know, it's uh -huh. a farmhouse. Uh -huh. It's like a farm. Uh -huh. My mother was born, born there and all her siblings. It's like a few hundred years old, and mm. there is just a forest behind the, you know, field. Mm. It's it, it's beautiful. It's kind of mm. ideal. They have lots of freedom. For me, it's it's you know, I have my history, you know, right. my past, lots of kind of baggage mm. there. So it's not that easy, but I have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Keep coming back. Wow. That's my roots. Yeah. 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 And you know, those roots helped you. Those roots helped yes. you get you know, get to where you are. So. Oh, my gosh, Hannah. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with me. And please keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> please continue with your artwork. I want to see more of that. And um, I can't wait to see what's next for you, um, you know, and, and see where you go from here. Um, but, you know, please keep in touch. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait 
to like see what you come up next, come up with next. Mm. And, uh, you know, um, with that, well, have a good day and I will talk with you soon. Okay. Thank you so much, Tess. This was real, uh, I find this really helpful and it's uh, really nice talking to you. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. That's our show for today. I've posted more information about Hannah Shannon on RevWoman.com. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll tune in every Thursday for another episode of Revolutionary Woman. You can listen to Revolutionary Woman on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Just a little note. I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman.